inside game just yesterday It's made all that I learned The emptiness of life examined Hello out there and welcome to another episode of Things I Learned While Learning Other Things. This is an attempt by me, Joe Morahan, and my brother, J.S., to provide you with a series of interesting, informative, educational, and we hope entertaining stories that will help you navigate through those high seas of life. Today is our 138th podcast. This is entitled Bioblast Number 5. Bite-sized tastes of notable men, in the broader sense. And it probably should be subtitled, Don't Be High in the Skies with These Guys. You know, maybe that rock, rock band, The Zombies, in the 1960s, maybe they were wrong when they sang, She's Not There. Because it just might be that rock stars of all breeds see people we normal people cannot see. You ever think of that? Well, these tasty morsels, these biographical appetizers, hors if you will, of the lives of the famous, the infamous, the rich, the poor, the notorious, and the glorious, or, or maybe even people like you, like me. Well, in reality, they're probably not like people like you or me. So anyway, we left off Bioblast number four with me on my only international flight where I was seated next to the Van Halen brothers where there was a most memorable experience in freakouts. You know, but to be fair and to be inclusive as we all should be these days, women are not exempt from goofy behavior. No, take take Courtney Love lead vocalist of that wonderfully upbeat punk rock band, Hole, whose debut single was called Retard Girl. It it kind of indicated in what direction Courtney Love would take her band. And, And I should point out that for anyone thinking that Courtney Love's depth of insight, you know, is the female equivalent of, say, Bob Dylan, I... I I highly recommend you read the lyrics of Retard Girl. I think you'll be disabused of the notion that Courtney Love is the female version of Bob Dylan quite quickly too. In the in the for what you know for what it's worth column, Courtney's original idea was to name her alt rock band Sweet Baby Crystal Powered by God. But no, she opted to go with the name Hole instead. And during a later press conference um, interview, Courtney Love asserted that she opted for the name Hole for obvious sexual connotation reasons and due her inspiration from a line, I mean, I, 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 I am not kidding you, from a line in Euripides' Medea, There is a hole that pierces right through me. These were her motivations. You know, one one of my longest running hobbies in life, one I owe definitely to my Jesuit education, has been studying all things ancient Greek. 
you know, the playwrights uh, of the Trojan and Persian and Peloponnesian Wars, of the conquests of Philip and Alexander. And I therefore posit, I posit that there exists no translation of, Europe, of Euripides' Medea anywhere on planet Earth where the rational interpretation of the language the poet has used might might be contorted to support love's contention. The text's sexual content inspired her to name her band whole. Sorry, this is not the way it works. You know, the widow of the that departed, tortured soul that was Nirvana's legend, Kurt Cobain, you know, a hallowed member of that famous 27 club, you know, that features, and I've said this before, you know, Jimi Hendrix, The Doors, Jim Morrison, uh, Janis Joplin, Amy, Amy Winehouse, and the Rolling Stones, Brian Jones, to name a few. Courtney Love has been involved in three incidents necessitating security pers- personnel remove her from airplanes, one of which uh, she was reportedly She departed in a state of unconsciousness. You know, I've taken 4,000 plus flights in my life and never have I been removed removed from an airplane and never was I removed in an unconscious state. You know, those circumstances of Courtney Loves are unconnected to her unanticipated but I think notorious midnight visit to a Wendy's in Seattle where Courtney Love lifted up her top, exposed her breasts, and requested that an unknown black man, whom at that very moment was chomping down on a burger, oblige her by sucking her nipples. Now, I think we can, we can <laughs> all of us agree that this is an occurrence. This is an occurrence that is as rare as an appearance of Halley's Comet. But... As as Miss Mick Jagger once asked in Street Fighting Man, but what could a poor boy do? You know, and taking taking a page from State Farm's playbook, perhaps you know, solely for Courtney's benefit in her time of need. Like a good neighbor, that black man was there. So we return to the skies. Up in the sky, it's a bird. It's a plane. No. It's a cranberry. What, you ask, a cranberry? Yes. One day, lead singer of the 1990s, that popular uh, pop band, the Cranberries, led by Dolores O'Riordan, one of the 10 richest women in Ireland, it is reported, she was arrested after assaulting an Aer Lingus crew member on a New York to Shannon, Ireland flight, proving women, for better or worse, can get physical as well. Dolores then headbutted and spit on the police officer who was um, seeking to detain a obviously deranged Dolores. Now, no no one knows what might have set off the Cranberry's front woman. Not not that it matters all that much. But fellow passengers, you know, witnesses, they thought it odd that Dolores had been banging repeatedly on the plane ceiling while screaming, I pay my taxes. I pay my taxes. 
whoa, <laughs> you know, this, this, maybe in your mind it doesn't, but in my mind, this event reminds me, and, it, and it's reminiscent of that moment in time when CBS anchorman Dan Rather reported that while he happened to be strolling down Park Avenue in Manhattan at about 11 p.m. on an October night in 1986, he was suddenly jumped, assaulted by two well-dressed men whom allegedly asked Dan repeatedly the, you know, the rather mysterious question, what's the frequency, Kenneth? What's the frequency? <laughs> no, nobody, I have to report, was arrested. There was nobody charged. It's not even clear that the police were investigating anybody. Hmm. This, let's just call this weird Dan Rather Exhibit A. Exhibit A. Now, Dan Rather has had several other rad, rather odd moments in his life, you know, his career and otherwise. And, and by, way, by way of illustration, I offer this. In 1980, Dan Rather made the rather oddball claim that he was being kidnapped by a Chicago dra cab driver and held hostage until the ransom demand was met. The ransom demand? $12. Apparently, the origin story involved an irreconcilable dispute with a cabbie over a $12 fare that Dan Rather refused to pay. I mean, this Odyssean epic. Well, sub substitute Dan Rather for Odysseus and, and then change the fearsome Cyclops for a Chicago cab driver. And you can see that Dan Rather has stared directly into the eyes of evil and survived. Unlike, uh, I mean, this is a stretch, but uh, unlike Bruno Richard Hoffman, executed as the alleged kidnapper of Charles Lindbergh's son, you know, Charles Lindbergh being that Nazi sympathizer, in the Dan Rather kidnapping case, no one was convicted of nothing. The kidnapper just walked. To, to paraphrase Jimmy Johnson's shout of defiance, how about them cowboys? Well, how about that social justice? Let's just mark this down as Dan Rather Exhibit B. Is there an Exhibit C? Well, there is. Dan Rather's <laughs> ending of CBS News Broadcast by surreptitiously slipping into the, the word courage at the end of each broadcast, a secret message to who knows who, just as he signed off the nightly news program to the dismay of the producers. I mean, it's very strange. So, so if the trusted, the reliable figure, a television rock star of the magnitude of Dan Rather, if he has had to deal with so many ghosts, invisible people in his life, then, then Alex Van Halen's, you know, intimidating, loud, screaming, trading of threats and insults with unknown, unseen persons, present or not present on that flight that I was on, with him from Tokyo is not without rock star precedent. You know, Courtney Love and Alex Van Halen going Alec Baldwin on us is, is, is just so ordinary an experience, just an average day in the life of a celebrity. 
So, so we'll end this bioblast right now, but we are not done. No, we're not. Not done with rock stars and high altitude sickness, let's call it. No, we are not. And when we return, we're going to talk about Guns N' Roses and how Dan Rather and his Kenneth tossed yogurt, piss, losing patience, and losing one's mind congeal in more high-in-the-skies moments. As, as Harry Chapin sang to us decades ago, all my life's a circle, and it's all connected. So we'll be back. Hey, thanks for listening. Hope you enjoyed. Be careful up in those skies. Bye-bye. As I get older, picture grows clear. Too many whiskeys, women, and beer. Nights have proved trouble, but mornings are worse. Nothing I've done has ever quenched my thirst. I'm all alone, just sit in my room The curtains are closed, overcome by the dawn Times like these I just have to admit I mean nothing to myself, not one little bit So come on Walks over my way I'm a new man Starting today Tomorrow will be different I'll meet a woman of means I'll change the man I my teens No more whiskeys Women or beer I'll get a job I'll kick it in gear I squandered my life Wasted my time All I ever needed Was a partner I'll be there for her You just wait and see I'll be the man I've always wanted to be So come on sweet ladies Waltz over my way I'm a new man Starting today Beer for old time's sake. I'll be a new man when tomorrow I wake. So let's just enjoy that last sip of beer. I'll be unrecognizable by the end of the year. 
Time has grown short The years have rolled by Opportunity wasted But I just don't know why But today I woke All I can say Is I've paid the price For living this way So come on Ladies, what's over my way? I'm a new man starting today. So come on, sweet ladies, what's over my way? I'm a new man. I'm a new man Starting to do